are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 38. Blair is going to discuss managing money, and then I'm going to talk to you about ways to reduce stress. Yeah, so money, money, money. Well, that's why a lot of us get into the online business game. So I think the thing that we're talking about with this is once you start making money, it's a really good thing, but there are some hooks with that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I think you need to carefully plan and consider a number of things of how you use the revenue once you make it. One of the key things, if you're uh, running a product business, so that's if you're manufacturing products and selling them, um, say a Shopify store or something of the likes, you know, you need to think about stock levels. And the key thing with that is you're going to have funds continually invested in stock. Okay, so it's either being manufactured or it's being stored at a warehouse but that can tie up a lot of cash. So it's critical that you plan those stock levels well and find that balance between having enough stock not to run out of it, but also not having too much stock that you're you're tying up all of your cash reserves in product that's effectively sitting in, in a warehouse. So it's a real balancing act. And, you know, if you're a FBA Amazon seller, you know, that's a real tough one if you're getting product from China because there's big delays in terms of being able to manufacture it and then ship it and get it into the US if that's where your um, fulfillment factory is is based or if you're uh, sending into Amazon's uh, warehouses. So it's a real key thing just to focus on not over-investing in stock because then you'll cash flow-wise, you will run short on money. So the other uh, thing to consider is the more sales, the more tax, okay? So you need to discuss and plan with your accountant what and when your tax liabilities fall due. And so the more you sell, basically, the more tax you're going to have to pay. So it's very important that you plan for this and hold some cash reserves in place for when those tax payments are due. Okay, so one method of doing that, once you work out what your tax position is, and as I said, your accountant can help you with that, um, is you might like to open up a separate bank account and move money over into that account. And effectively, it's your tax account. So you are putting money aside to pay your tax when it falls due. And it's not all lumped into one account where you, where you find it hard to actually see, you know, what um, or differentiate what is tax money and what is your normal working money or your reserves. So that's just a wee tip on how to manage that side of it. You need to look at your other liabilities. So things like advertising, like Visa card payments, you know, a lot of the stuff we pay for in our online businesses are on credit cards. And so, you know, a lot of those can be paid 30, 
45 days later than when you actually did the transaction. So you need to allow for that credit card bill that comes in. When's that due? And, and when is your income coming in from your sales? And how does that all fall? So, you know, it's one of those things. Where's your true financial position? Because it's cash flow. It's not net profit. So you may see the money in your account at times, but that doesn't mean it's profit until all the liabilities, all those expenses have been deducted from it. And there's obviously timing issues around that with Visa card payments and things. So it's very important to plan that cash flow in and out of your of your business. And your accountant can help you with that. Um, the other one is paying yourself. So I guess one of the first and most exciting times is actually being able to pay yourself from the um, from the revenue of your online business. Uh, again, plan this well so you're only paying yourself from the revenues once the other expenses have been paid and actually pay yourself what the business can afford. You know, and that might not be very much in the beginning, but you need to be realistic with what you're doing. You don't want to starve your business of funds that will inhibit its ability to grow by paying yourself too much and going and spending it on holiday. One of the other ones is a rainy day. So, you know, you do need a bit of a cash reserve um, for that rainy day situation where you might need some funds that you weren't expecting. You have a baseline minimum level of cash in your account just in case that unexpected situation arises. So one example of this is, um, you know, a legal challenge, which you might need to defend. You know, if we're selling products online, there's certain liabilities and, and um, you know, issues that can come up from time to time and, and you might need to defend yourself. So um, you need some funds to be able to do that. And that's just one of, you know, a myriad of things that could come up. So it's always good to have a bit of a rainy day fund in, in your account. One of the other big important ones is growth. You know, growth costs money. And we talked a bit about this in episode 37 on how to grow. You know, you need to have money to allow you to do SEO. You need to have money to do advertising, new product development. With any successful growth comes more revenue from it. So it may be more prudent at this point to push more cash at the growth of your business, you know, in the early days, because then you're going to get a better mid to long-term result because of the sales that are going to come from that growth. So you're going to be financially better off in six months' time, if you spend the next six months' worth of revenue pushing it towards growth of your business. Okay, so to conclude, managing your money is really important to the ongoing success of your business. If it's done properly, the results can be impressive. You really need to monitor and plan your, your spending really well because it's the engine of your business and it can go wrong really quickly if you don't. So set up a plan, talk to your accountant and really monitor your financials. You know, you should be looking at them weekly or twice weekly um, just to check the flow in and out of money and making sure that you're on track to your cash flow forecast. So do one of those with your accountant and stick to it. Emily. Right. I'm going to uh, talk to you about ways to uh, manage and reduce stress as a small business owner. I'm not going to be able to tell you how to get rid of stress completely because that just isn't possible. You are going to uh, have stresses from time to time and it's about managing those and trying to reduce them as best you can. 
So first of all, don't be afraid to ask for help. Going it alone is a recipe for disaster. There's loads and loads of help out there. Um, seek it out. Have a little look. Um, it might be that you uh, want to work with a business coach or a mentor um, or maybe just trying a course or a workshop. Just have a little look and see what's out there if you need some um, extra support. It, it can be really a useful way of just keeping you on track if you need to. Um, also, look after number one. Yes, that's you. You are the business owner. If you're not looking after yourself, it's not going to do well on your business. You are the key person in keeping this business running. So if you don't look after yourself uh, by finding ways to de-stress and tune out, then everyone, including the business, will suffer. Also, one way of doing that is just trying to ignore any interruptions. I know Blair, if he's doing something on, on the computer and his phone goes, he'll quite often just answer his phone and get taken away from the task he was doing. Whereas actually, um, it's better if you stay on track with what you're doing and call that person back when you've finished. It's your time. Don't be pushed to into other people's time and pushed into doing things and detracting you away from something you were doing. Also, doing healthy things, trying to eat more healthily, going out for a bike ride, doing some exercise a couple of times a week, going for a walk, getting some fresh air, uh, maybe even re redecorating the office and making it more pleasant place to be. We've touched on a few of those little topics in previous um, episodes in ways of trying to reduce stress. Also, I think um, business owners do find it hard to delegate, but it's really, really important that you do. Uh, for the, your other members of staff and for you because your staff will feel valued that you are giving them work to do and you'll feel better because you've got more time to be working on your business strategies and finally take advantage of technology so you can connect to wi-fi out of the office so why not do it we put in our um, planner once a week on a Thursday afternoon. We always go out of the office. We still do some work. We go somewhere where we can still do some work, but we're out of the office. We're somewhere different. Um, and we find it just really benefits us. It makes us less stressed. It, it refocuses us. Just having that a different environment to work in. Um, so there's a few little tips just to try to help you um, manage and uh, reduce a bit of stress. Yeah, one of the interesting ones where you said at the beginning, you know, asking for help on our website, we've got a really good range of coaching and um, support options on there. So have a look at our website at emilyandblair.com uh, because there's a good list of coaches and mentors and also just other support networks that you might need to connect to, to, um, you know, as you say, ask for help. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. For this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website, emilyandblair.com. And remember that our website is a huge resource for free, step-by-step -step guides and articles for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next instalment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.